are your friends? Who do you speak to about love, life and everything else that entails? I'm Jen Saderholm and I'm 40-something. And this is my friend Kirsty Fitzpatrick. She's 20-something. Despite or maybe in fact of our 20-year age gap, we've come to seek each other out for advice and feedback. We're more connected than you'd think. And that is why we've started this podcast 2040, celebrating friendship across generations. This is Season 2, Podcast 3, Anticipation. Wait for it. Patience. I've been seeing a psychologist. One of the things that I have gotten out of it so far towards what matters to me and makes me happy is that I need to have something to look forward to, so anticipation and appreciation. And I don't think it's just me, but the two things that keep me on an even keel in life are anticipation and appreciation. Mm. Anticipation for me is having gigs that I'm going to in the future that are booked with people that I've got to look forward to, our podcast. Mm. You don't realise how much that actually does have an anticipation for me because I'm so excited with what we can do with it and future conversations we have. So that's part of the anticipation and holidays. Mm, and yes. I'm such a big believer in once you finish one holiday, you Book should... another. That's exactly right. So yep. you've always got the next one to have something to look forward to. The appreciation thing is a little bit more two-pronged because there's appreciation that comes from the people who love you, your kids, your partner, your friends. And the other side of appreciation comes from your work and having someone telling you you're doing a good job or you're on the right path. And for me recently, I have been thinking very much about filtering my appreciation onto other people because what I feel like is one of the big issues with regard to mental health and so on is that lack of anticipation, things to look forward to, but also having someone in your life who just says, you look really nice today. Mm. You did a really good job at work today. And feeling free to give praise and compliments, which I think that so many of us don't feel able to do. Why do we hold ourselves back from doing that sort of thing? It's amazing how much it means to someone. So one of my ex-students contacted me last week to say that they're interning and they're interning at a place which features both music and interviewing. This is one of my quieter people in my class. I know them well enough to know that they've got this incredible encyclopedic music knowledge, which is part of why we got along so well and is gifted with the interview. So this internship is perfect. Whoever's organised it has organised the right thing for them. They contacted me to tell me that they were there and I came back with it. Oh, my God, I can't believe you with your music knowledge, you with your interviewing skills. This is marriage made in heaven. Can't wait. Send me your packages you put together. I'm so excited to hear it. There's so much you can do with this. And they just sent me back the line of thank you so much for supporting me throughout my teaching journey. I just knew you'd understand how Mm. good this is for me. Yeah. Appreciation. Yeah, that's right. But more than that, just appreciation of what I know his interests are, where his strengths are. And so this is just so right. Mm. These two things mean the most to me. And because they mean so much to me, I am trying to actively practice them towards other people in my life. Mm -hmm. So this is a very deep question to throw to you just on the spot. But what do you think makes you happy? (laughs) I know I've had the time to really process this, but do you need the appreciation? 
I think appreciation or affirmation, I think they go hand in hand with one another. I say yes, but at the same time, I know that it's not feasible to expect that all the time. And I hate that we live in a world where we shouldn't expect people to tell us we've done a good job. Like, why not? Why shouldn't we expect that? Mm. It takes nothing for somebody to say to you, you've done a good job. And I've had conversations with people who said to me, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, no news is good news. And you don't always expect people to say thank you. And I'm like, but why the hell not? Why do you not deserve a thank you? I would always say thank you to someone. I would Mm. always appreciate and affirm what somebody's doing because It's glitter happiness around the world, you know what I mean? Why shouldn't we do that? And so I really hate that we live in a world where people say, don't expect praise, don't expect being appreciated, don't expect affirmation. Because I do. I appreciate affirmation. I appreciate appreciation. You want all of those things. I think definitely that's a big thing for me, to feel appreciated. And again, I think that ties in with value, to feel valued. Because if you feel like you're giving value to something, If you feel valued, it's going to make it all that much better. Mm. So if I want to truly believe in myself, I've got to believe that I'm adding value to a place, a situation, a friendship, whatever it is, a holiday, organisational skills, I've got to believe that I'm adding value to that. And being valued for doing those things, being valued for helping out, being valued for staying back late at work, being valued for booking a cruise on a trip, whatever it is, I think that's probably quite big too. Because I am by nature a person who filters appreciation and love towards people in my life. Therefore, it's not an unexpected thing to get a compliment or something like that Mm. from me. However, we all have people in our life who only ever rarely doles out appreciation and we crave their acknowledgement. Does my openness towards appreciation as compared to getting the same thing from someone who you never get it from – Does that mean mine's worth less? No. In my opinion, no. In fact, sometimes, I mean, it depends on the situation, but sometimes I think it means more because you know that from the person who's giving it to you, they want to give it to you. I know that if I was to get appreciation from you, I know that you truly, truly mean it and you want to give it. You aren't giving it because you think, oh, I haven't given them some affirmation in a while. I better tell them they're doing a good job. From you, it's heartfelt, it's meaningful, and it's just who you are. You know what I mean? You can't fake that, which is why sometimes when it comes from other people who never give it, oh, that's nice, but also it's like, well, is this what it takes to make you happy? Does that mean that everything else that you're doing is not a good job? For me, it's much more meaningful to have it be told to me from somebody who wants to tell you, not by someone who doesn't tell you often and then just does because they've thought about it that day. I needed to hear that too, actually, because I wondered if in a teaching environment or in a work environment, there's always the antithesis to me. There Mm. always is. There's always that person in the building who doesn't praise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I wondered if by openly praising, it's got less of a value because we're all striving to get that person who doesn't. Yeah, I think in some situations there's going to be the people that you really want the feedback from, you really want the appreciation Mm. from, probably generally a boss or something like that, someone that you need it from to know that you're doing a good job, I suppose. So I said to you that my two things were appreciation and anticipation and I don't want to put words in your mouth but I thought about what maybe were your two words towards happiness and I think for you, yes, affirmation. Mm. But my second word I thought might have been your other thing is stability. 
Yeah, that's also a big one. Stability is a big one. But as I've said before, I don't feel particularly stable at the moment. And yet I'm still getting on with life and I still have to do life. And so stability, in my point of view, is not something that you can rely on Mm, all the time. Right, yep. Because there are going to be at times when in your life when you aren't stable, when you don't know where you're going to end up, when you have been made redundant or you've been fired or a relationship has ended or a friendship's ended or life isn't stable anymore. But value, the affirmation, the appreciation, the same ones that you've said, they can all still be there. Mm. Although I suppose also with anticipation, I was mulling over the... Disappointment. And I'm telling a really private story, but I think back on this, that there is a person in my life whose partner died by suicide and they had a trip to Disneyland booked. And I sit there and I think if I'd had that in my life, going overseas to Disneyland is the anticipation thing. Mm. Was this book planned before he died? Yeah. Right. And so it made me evaluate with regard to anticipation that while it matters immensely to me, to my happiness, in that situation, the anticipation of that event with his family was not enough. There's so much more to that story. I don't mean to simplify it, but I think of that situation when I say the anticipation because what matters for me is different for someone else. Mm. So, yeah, having those two words that really do define my happiness, I was interested to see if you'd put it into two words what you'd come up with i'm sure we'll finish this podcast and next episode there might be two different words Mm. i truly do also believe that it's dependent on where you are at and i want to come back to your idea about stability because stability itself is not stable and what i mean by that is you are at times in your life not stable so if stability is a big thing for you you're gonna find it hard when there's times of change Mm. But these are the things that make you happy. So I suppose right. with yeah. appreciation, I don't always get it, but having... It makes you happy when you it do. It does. The core to my happiness is not only having that appreciation in my life, but bestowing it. Mm. It is crux to who I am. Well, then maybe my words are different then. It's funny that I just said they can change. Things that make me happy are friendship. I don't think anticipation so much. I don't think that holidays is something that you wait for and you anticipate and you get excited about and that does make you happy. But I feel like that's temporary. The things that you anticipate are things that you don't always know are going to happen. And so sometimes it can be like your happiness is on a verge. It's on like a seesaw. It's either going to go one way or the other. Yeah, although in my head... I know how much having things to look forward to in the future matters to me. Mm. It matters so much to me. Mm. So, so much of my life is about working towards something in the future. Mm -hmm. Do you always know what that is? No. See, that's part of the anticipation. Right, yeah. I don't know necessarily what the outcome's going to be. I do if I've booked a concert. I mean, I'm going to go see a concert. But a lot of the other things that I have, so for instance, writing my book, I just sent it off to a publisher and that's a huge anticipation for me because I've sent it off and I'm still in that flux of not knowing whether I'll hear back or all of that is up in the air because I've done it and I'm so proud of myself for doing it and I have that anticipation of somewhere in the future I'm going to get a response but I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. I don't think that's me. Not to say that I don't look forward to stuff, of course, I I think everyone does, but I think more for me if I was to do that, sending off an email and waiting for a response 
it's more of a worry when it's been a few days, a few weeks, and there's not a response. It's more of a, oh, now I'm embarrassed that I sent that, or maybe I shouldn't have sent that. Did they take it the wrong way? It's part of this overthinking being that I am. But this is the beauty of the difference between the two of us. And this is why I probably should have given you time to think about perhaps Mm. the two words that do sum you up. But I have so many pots in the fire that not just absolute dead set outcomes in terms of anticipation, but are still things that may or may not happen in the future that I still think excitedly about. So that word is ever so important. Have they always been your words? No. In fact, I'd never properly articulated them until just now and then once I sort of thought appreciation and anticipation I realized that's me Mm. it really is me those two words are key to my happiness Mm. maybe I'm still working mine out then yeah and maybe mine would change yeah at a later date too but I wonder what yours would have been when you were in your 20s definitely not anticipation Mm. I can tell you that now I think that the appreciation thing was probably always there. But I think I was probably more like you because I really wanted to know outcomes. It's funny that you say that. And I want to talk about this in a separate episode where we can really delve into it. But we talk about wanting to know outcomes. Have you ever been to see a psychic? Yeah. I haven't and I won't. And they scare me and they frighten me in a silly way because I'm scared to know an outcome because I think if I was to go to a psychic and they were to say to me, here's three things that are going to happen to you, I would wait for them. I would live my life waiting for them or I would live on edge waiting for them. You don't know what those three things are going to be, but I think I would subconsciously live my life so those things would either happen or in fear that they would happen. Well, that's interesting you should say that first part of that because the key to many psychics is they give you alternatives and effectively it's like a placebo. You make them happen. Mm. So you being told these things will happen and actually the gift of the psychic is making them broad enough that we somehow manifest them Mm. ourselves or see them. But I don't want that because life is life. It's a journey. What happens, happens. And I don't want to be told this could happen and be either waiting for it or change the way I'm living my life to accommodate for that. Even if it's an amazing thing, Mm. I don't want to know. I just want to be surprised when it comes around. I have had several experiences with psychics. I've had the ones where I've sat and they've been vague and I've been really aware of listening to them thinking that's vague enough that I can interpret that however I want to. Normally, when you go to a psychic, you come out and you're working towards basically what the psychic said. Yes, and I don't like that. I had somebody say to me once, not a psychic, I had like a medical professional say to me once, be careful with this particular situation. And I disregarded it and I never went back and saw that person again because I felt uncomfortable. I felt like they were telling me something that deep, deep down I knew, but I wasn't willing Mm. to accept speaking in code but I went to see them about a few things and this topic came up and we kind of delved quite deep into it and I remember them saying to me yeah no it's not good it's not good and I was just like whatever I'm not listening I felt uncomfortable and I never went back and I just made up excuses and yeah and I think it was like running away from as soon as somebody said to me this is actually the situation and I realized that it was and I didn't want to accept that I wasn't willing to stick with it I was like no I'm running away from it I don't want to hear that Everyone has that in their life Mm. and it's a big moment of growth in yourself when you realise that someone's given you 
something that is true of you or you needed to hear but you're not ready to accept. Mm. And often it can be the end of a friendship. But I was trying to find, I was trying to affirm that there was an issue. I was Mm. going to her, trying to talk to her about this to get her to tell me what she told me. But I was like too protective when she did. Mm. And again, that's why I tried everything I could to make sure that what she said was wrong. Wow. Mm. Gosh, that's so strong. I can feel many moments in my life too where I've received what I don't want to hear or what is true but I'm not accepting. Mm. And it's an evolutionary journey of when you sort of sit there and either can acknowledge it in yourself or deal with whatever it was that subtext to that Mm. revelation. I wonder what our words will be in 20 years from now. Me too. I do too. I still feel like the appreciation is going to always be there for me, but I'm not sure on the anticipation. I think it will for you. Mm, I hope so. Because I think... In 20 years' time, you'll still be looking forward to the next thing. I can't wait till we catch up next time because next podcast, I'm going to ask you the question of what you think your two things are. But we'll wrap it up there. As always, it's lovely chatting with you, Kirsty. Thanks, Jen, you too. That wraps up another episode of 2040, podcast celebrating friendship across generations. You can contact Kirsty or I via our 20-40 Facebook page or email 20-40, that's all written, at gmail.com. We'd love your feedback, thoughts, questions and ideas for future podcasts. Thank you for listening.